are you searching for powerful insights and divine revelations to deepen your relationship with God? Look no further. Introducing Bible Nation International, your go-to source for spiritual growth and enlightenment. We are a people that believes in the power of prior unity, love, and most importantly, studying the Word of God. Every Wednesdays and Saturdays at 7 p.m., join us for an unforgettable journey as we together dive deeper into the mysteries of faith and unlock the secrets to a more meaningful relationship with God. At Bible Nation International, we believe in sharing profound insights that resonate with your soul. You can learn more on our blog site where you will find thought-provoking articles, inspiring experiences, and important tips to help you navigate life's challenges while strengthening your faith. But that's not all. Our website is also a treasure trove of resources, including podcasts, videos, and things that are designed to nourish your spirit and guide you on your spiritual journey. Listen, whether you're looking for answers to life's biggest questions or looking for inspiration to overcome obstacles, we are here for you. Like this podcast, we are dedicated to providing you with the tools and the knowledge that you need to experience a profound transformation in your relationship with the Lord. But don't just take my word for it. Join our vibrant community of believers who gather every Wednesdays and Saturdays at 7 p.m. for our captivating ministry events. Come and immerse your soul in worship, powerful teachings, and uplifting fellowship that will leave you refreshed and renewed. So if you're ready to take your faith to a new height, visit our website and blog site in the description link below. Or send us an email at itstheloveofgodforme at gmail.com to connect with us. Bible Nation International, ignite your faith and embrace the divine. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, It's the Love of God for Me, hosted by none other than Lenisha, a former non-believer turned into a believer of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Subscribe on Apple and Spotify for weekly mind-blowing interviews actionable tips, powerful revelations, and spiritual strategies that will transform your lives daily. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now let's jump right into our daily dose of practical spiritual food. Hey, what do they all have in common? The children's books, they all help children's souls to shine. That's the purpose of all these books, and that's what they're doing. Like Now, some of the books are about how to have a healthy body. Um, I have books about swimming safely. I have books about disabilities, how to include children with disabilities. I have books about eating healthy and exercise. Why is it important for us to eat healthy? So 
the books about the body are just because with, with a healthier body, then our souls can shine more fully. So it's all interconnected. And, and then other books are focused on the invisible book, for instance, is about all the things we believe in that are invisible. We believe in gravity. Like when you let go of a book, it just falls to the floor because there's an invisible force. We believe in time, yet it's invisible. We believe in feelings and thoughts. All these things are invisible. So it's not far-fetched for us to also believe that we too, in essence, are invisible. We are invisible souls. That's the main part of us, our spirit, what God breathed into us, that is, that's the essence of who we are. That's, that's our real selves. So the rest is clothing, like our bodies are the clothing of ourselves and we have to keep our bodies healthy too in order to be able to shine as fully as possible. So that's what I do. I, I wrote all these books and then I wrote one book, is the only book for adults. It's the memoir of of how I came to live this joyful life. It's basically, it's my diary entries, journals, letters that I wrote while I was going through the transformation. It's, it's, it's from age 12 through 32. And it it's like a documentary of how, how did I come to to live a spiritual life. Awesome. That that uh, sound interesting and sound to me like a book that I would enjoy uh, reading. Um, and so I want you to take us all the way back. Uh, we're going to talk some more about your books and where we can find them. And, you know, you know, we'll talk some more about that at the end of the show. I hear you say that you are an author, right? but I'm sure I didn't start there for you. So I want for you to take all the way back to when you were a child. Um, how did your life story start it? Um, I had a happy childhood and, oh, I forgot to mention that I also have two books about the prevention of abuse for children because when when a child goes through trauma, abuse or neglect, it puts a, a big covering over their shining soul. And it's very hard to shine. The, the, the soul keeps shining, but the person, we're not aware of it any longer because of all those coverings. And then you need help, usually support to to remove those coverings so you could trust again. Well, I, I, I didn't have a life like that as a child. I had a happy childhood, but the only thing that was missing from my life was an understanding that I was a spiritual being. Um, so when I became 12, it was like my consciousness expanded and like, what's the purpose of all this? Why are we living? Why do we get up every day? to go to work, to make money, to buy food, to go to work, to make money. What's it all for? I, I, I just wanted to know this the purpose of life. So I went searching into a different religions. I went searching 
what I tried everything. You know, it was experimenting with drugs, relationships, uh, social action, everything. I was trying. To, eventually, I got into this thing of trying to do well in school, studying because I was, I wanted, the, I wanted to know the deepest wisdom in life. So I ended up really working hard and ended up going to Harvard. I figured. Harvard University, that's like it. That's where I'm going to find the wisdom to life. But guess what? It wasn't there. It was a lot of knowledge, but it wasn't wisdom. So I had a good time, but I also felt a desperation. So I began developing food addictions um, through these teenage years, and that's what I'm documenting in my memoir. I, I basically I was getting sicker and sicker. When a, an, an addiction, nobody knows how you're suffering. The walls of a prison get narrower and narrower. They close in on you, but 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 the person themselves is creating it. It's it, the walls of the prison are made of thoughts, and it, the walls got so narrow, and. I, I looked successful on the outside. There I was at Harvard, doing well, but inside I was getting sicker and suffering more and more. So, believe it or not, I went on from there to medical school, wanting to be a psychiatrist, wanting to help other people. But me myself, I was not doing well at all. And the behaviors, the addiction, was getting more and more bizarre behaviors. That nobody knew about what I was doing. So that summer, between my first and second year of medical school, I had a six-week break. I went to Israel. It's there that I really discovered my lost heritage, and I found what I was so hungry for. I, I was what I didn't realize was that I was spiritually starving. Once I got the nourishment that my soul was craving, I I noticed that I didn't have these terrible binges anymore with the food. What was happening? What what did one thing have to do with the other? And so, like the book is like a psychological mystery. As I figured out, oh my goodness, it was a spiritual hunger, and that's really what it is for everybody. With addictions are so widespread. There's so much overeating. Or and other addictions, but really, it's a spiritual hunger, and that hunger is genuine. So, that's that's basically, in sum, what happened to me: learning how to fill my hungry soul, and learning to fill it. Really, the the main thing that I learned to fill it with is gratitude. Hmm. Wow. So much.、Um... That you share just now, and、um, the part that stood out to me the most was when you said, "Well, two." I, I wanted us to back on these two points that you made. Number one, you said that you know through your your、uh, years of searching、um, to find、uh, the true meaning of life, so to speak. Yes.、Um, you you find that you know you begin to search in different things, which I I think every single person that is currently tuning in to today's episode, they 
this is something that they can relate to at some point in their life they just find themselves searching they don't you know at first you don't know what you're searching for and i, right. I heard you you point that out um you don't know what you're searching for but you know that you're searching for something that's because your inner being is searching for something yes yes right? and so in the search you find yourself in places like addiction and you said something that was so profound you said the walls of uh the walls of the prison yes are your thoughts yes i want you to break that down us uh, i want you to just peel that off a little bit more for those who are listening what do you mean by that statement and then i'm going to also share with you another point that you make that i i thought was very profound but you said again the walls of the prison are your thoughts what yeah. do you mean yes and the amazing thing is that the key you have we have the key but we don't realize it we can get out of the prison but we have no idea that we have the key that is what's so incredible <laughs> as the walls get narrower it takes over our entire lives and addiction takes over our whole being what is an addiction it's the compulsive use of something or a compulsive behavior despite the harm it's causing we know that we're harming ourselves but we we can't stop we just continue to do it why we don't know how to get out of this prison we we have no idea what how to get out so i was so lost and intellectually here i was at harvard this is like the top of like intellectual stuff it wasn't enough intellectually is not how to get out it's a spiritual key that we need that's the thing i i was empty running on empty the more that we use the addiction the more that we're in active addiction the emptier we get we think we're filling up the hall but it's just a temporary such a temporary fleeting pleasure what we're really looking for is lasting pleasure that is how we get out of the prison what brings lasting pleasure that's what i finally learned that summer and i ended up not coming back for 10 years i immersed myself in this learning and changed my whole life changed my whole life direction 10 years later i returned from israel to america and of course during that time also i began writing books for children giving children the key so they would have the key from the beginning of life and they wouldn't have to play catch up like the rest of us we we can teach children from the very beginning happiness skills how to live a joyful grateful life that's really the key so i i learned something called the pleasure ladder it, it it's there's five rungs i don't know if you want me to go into that now <laughs> i just went on another yeah you could ask me you wanted to ask a different question i think yeah <laughs> I, i think you know that we're uh, well i would hope the same for my listeners but i'm enjoying every bit of this you know <laughs> what you're sharing with us i mean it's very interesting um you know the key you said that we need the key yeah. um i wanted to add, add a little bit more on what what when you said you know the key is of course we know uh 
is the being in which we came from, right? Um, the key is uh, our God and his word, uh, the, the, the life of Christ and, and, and all that Christ had done on the cross for us. Uh, when we get access to that key, which we have access to it, you know, Jesus Christ said this, that is very profound. He said, the kingdom of God is not visible that you can touch it with your, or tangible that you can touch it with your physical uh, part of you, then the kingdom of God is within. And so once we just reach uh, from within and, and just get access to that key, of course, we can be free in our minds. And I, I do think, uh, Braca, that there's so many persons world wide that is stuck in a prison in their mind like you see them as you said before you yourself experienced this on the outside you look the part you function the part around others but mentally you know something is happening in the mind that you know is just it's just a prison um but the next point you 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 mentioned that i want to dive into which i thought was very un, uh, important <laughs> you said you, you talked a little bit about spiritual hunger you said you all this time you were searching for let me put it in my own words world in worldly pleasures right things of this world and um somewhere along discover that you what the anger that you were feeling was it was a spiritual anger and and that's why nothing in the physical realm could could fill that can you explain to me uh, a little bit more about that spiritual anger like what do you mean when you said a, a spiritual anger yes the 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 more we f- we feel that emptiness within the more desperately we try to fill it with externalities as if that will fill the hole what happens is the hole gets deeper and deeper okay a, an example a big bag of potato chips after you finish the whole bag of feeling empty eating the whole bag of potato chips afterwards you feel emptier than before you feel miserable you feel guilt you feel shame you feel you know it, it, it's not even it didn't even help you your physical body this bad or let's say the whole big container of ice cream or the whole box of chocolate chip cookies it's it's not like it's nourishing your body or your soul so mm. so so what i learned it, it makes you feel even emptier than before it makes the whole even emptier so what i learned about yeah this it was that summer when I learned from this great rabbi, he's no longer alive, Rabbi Noach Weinberg. He talked about the purpose of life. He said, what is the purpose? He said, to experience the greatest pleasure possible. And I'm like, what? That doesn't make any sense. That sounds hedonistic. No, he explains the greatest pleasure possible in life are the spiritual pleasures. Those are the pleasures that last. So he talked about something which I find so helpful. It's called the pleasure ladder. It has five rungs on it. And that corresponds to our five fingers. Why? Because 
It shows us that we can bring pleasure into our lives, lasting pleasure into our lives at any moment. It's totally empowering, not dependent on anybody else. We can bring it in. So how do we do that? These five levels, they correspond to the five levels of the human soul. It's universal. The lowest level of the soul is the part that's connected to our body. So this level of the soul is nourished by, as you mentioned, all the physical, all the natural physical pleasures in this world, the all the healthy food that God created for us, the beautiful nature, music, exercise, moving our bodies, dancing, um, swimming, this incredible garden that God gave us. He, he this garden was given to us in order to nourish our bodies and our souls. How do we nourish our souls in this garden? Through gratitude. When we when we experience gratitude in this garden, then we nourish both our bodies and our souls. So that's what was missing. I didn't understand that part. The reason we were we were created was to have that relationship with God, to just feel gratitude. But a parent, what does a parent want for their child? To experience the greatest pleasure possible in life. That's why we were created, to experience this world in gratitude. And But we've just gotten way off course from that. So that's the lowest level, to experience with gratitude, all the wonderful creations God has given to us in this world. This, the next level up is love. But how can love be totally empowering? It's when we focus on the virtues of another. First, we focus on a physical, natural thing. Now focus on the virtues of another being in this world. Notice how they too are made by God, how they have the breath of God in them. And then we can appreciate what we what we value about this other person. That's how we bring love into our life. Even, even in a physical prison, even if a person's incarcerated, they could think of a grandmother that once did a kindness for them and bring love into their lives and be uplifted to, to, um, to be encouraged to become a better person. So the lowest level are all the natural physical pleasures, then love, and then the middle level is doing something meaningful and good in the world. That uplifts our soul with gratitude to give back. And higher than that is creativity when we put a unique part of ourselves into the world. That fills us it with it fills us with a joy that we don't feel like sleeping or eating when we're in that zone of creativity. It's like such a high, a natural high. And the highest level of all is transcendence. When we recognize that we're all connected, the the, the separations between us transcend. And we also transcend our own limitations. Like we make that first crack in a bad habit in an addiction, we we transcend and recognize the spirituality of this entire universe. That we're we're all connected in it. We're, we we're all connected to source, the same source energy, and we're all connected to each other. 
Awesome. Uh, th- so that's the five wrong, you said? The five levels of pleasure on, on the pleasure ladder. Those are the five rungs. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, and they correspond to the five levels of the human soul. Every soul can be elevated and we can nourish all those levels of our mm-hmm. souls with with this with this pleasure and the the only price we need to pay to climb any rung on that ladder is gratitude it's gratitude that fills us up soul that's very interesting um i've never heard uh you know i've never heard that before so that's something new i learned today um and i always try try to uh keep an open mind you know um especially with information and just you know kind of like just see what resonate with me and then what i don't need i kind of like okay i don't really need that part but that's very interesting and it's something that i learned today and i I do hope that those who are listening today maybe it's the first time you're hearing this um uh let me know what you guys think in the comment section below um your thoughts on uh again is it the five that it's the you said it's the letter sorry it's just the first time i'm hearing it so it's just you know yeah yeah and that's why i'm sharing this because it's so not well known at all i feel like this is my mission to share this it's it's based on ancient mystical wisdom it's so it's so hidden and yet it's so basic and i feel like this can help so many people help with overcoming addictions help with depression anxiety help to uplift our world which needs so much more joy in it you know so i i've really devoted my life now to sharing this because because it isn't known just like you said i mean I, 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 this is what people i feel need that joy and that trust it when i was growing up I didn't know that God existed. I didn't know that I was a soul. All of this was missing. So how could I trust the world? How could I trust that there was a good purpose to everything and that we were essentially good inside? These were all things I couldn't trust and as I couldn't trust, I tried to gain control through all these addictions. It's 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 like you're so afraid of the world that you try to gain control through these addictive behaviors but really you're so out of control that's what happens you know it's uh, but you're you're in in a in a in a desperate search for it so you can't live it's it's like it's not a good existence it's not a joyful existence to live not trusting um and so this is how i began to trust again seeing all the pleasures that god gave us in this world all the natural pleasures like a person can begin with an orange i i i love the orange because it just think about it it's 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 all that sweet juiciness is kept in the peel for months for us you know just waiting to give us this pleasure with loving compassion and and when you it, it's it's green it's green it's camouflaged with the leaves 
until it's ready for us and then it becomes bright and beautiful like all the fruit they become beautiful for our senses and they say we're ready that's when they they call to us with their beautiful colors and then we they smell beautiful they look beautiful they taste wonderful and when you get to the end you find the seeds and the seeds you know they become infinite number of trees and infinite number of oranges it's like the most incredible wisdom is packed inside a seed it's mm-hmm. it, it's it just one little orange focusing on that with mindful gratitude can just help you to trust again in god um and so what i'm hearing I'll I'll just uh, share what I'm understanding and maybe their persons who are listening today could be the same as well is that you're saying okay so between God and us there need to be a connection yes um and there's a specific key that needs to get us uh just to get access to all the wonderful thing that we are in God um but many people don't know how to get there i'm just trying to put what you said yes. in a, in a yes. more you know, simpler way so persons they 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 get yes. like you know you have different people from all walks of life will listen to the show so i just wanted to to put it as simply as possible so persons yes. are able to understand fully right so it's like okay then and and you're so right uh braka because there's so many persons you try to share the gospel with them you try to tell them that christ loved them christ died for your sin and they go um but i'm struggling with addiction i'm struggling with this like how do i even relate to what you're saying yes. and so it's like there is just this gap that's there you know that god is real you experience the love of god but you don't know how to be connected right yes. and so the information that you're sharing today what i'm understanding is that you're saying listen between god and us there needs to be a connection and yes. the information that you're presenting i do believe you're saying that that is you know the connection right there yes yes each level up the pleasure ladder brings us even more connection exactly because what does a person feel when they're in addiction or depressed or anxious they feel disconnected they feel estrangement or they feel boredom loneliness it's all separation all of these things are connection first to another natural thing a thing that Hashem that God has made that that we can form that connection with an orange an orange can take us out of ourselves and put us in a state of gratitude that gives us connection to God a person another person connecting with another person seeing God in that other person seeing their goodness and that seeing their virtues we connect and then doing something meaningful i was on a show and the person said he ate two slices of pizza and he was feeling lonely and he was about to eat the whole pie himself somebody knocks on his door his neighbor needs his help for 2 minutes after he helps his neighbor he comes back he doesn't want the pie anymore 
No, he just filled up. He filled up with gratitude that he could help somebody. He puts the rest of the pizza in the fridge for tomorrow because now he's a different kind he's he's a different kind of person. He's been elevated. He nourished his hungry soul. The key is gratitude. Awesome. Yes. What would you say, uh, Braca, to someone that's listening today that they are currently um, in a state in, in terms of just, not just in their mind, but physically, like maybe they lost their job or they're in abusive relationship. Um, yes. You know, things are just financially bad you know, they're not able to get a job, uh, going through so many different things. You mentioned addiction could be possible. One of them, how do you tell that person to find gratitude in the midst of that? Yes. You know, even with my life the way it was, I didn't want to continue living. I didn't. I know what that's like. Hard to believe. Going to Harvard and still not wanting to live anymore. Yes, because it felt so purposeless, my life. So picture this man. He's on the roof of a building. He's He wants to jump off the building. And a lady across the way, she sees him and she screams, don't jump, whatever you do. And he says, why not? And she says, you have so many problems in your life. I'm sure you're in terrible pain right now. What if in addition to all your pain, what if you were blind? What if you were blind and now this moment you you were given the gift of, of sight and you could see suddenly, would you still jump? And he says, of course not. And she said, well, that's it. I am giving you the gift of sight now. You have been blind your whole life. Now open your eyes. You have two arms that move. You have eyes that see. You're breathing. You have things that you could be so thankful for right this minute that other people don't have. You have a digestive system that's working. You have a nervous system. You, you, we, we have so many parts of us that are not ill right now. There are parts that are sick. There are parts that aren't. We, we have learned, and the pandemic taught us this too. We have to be so thankful for our breath, for for all the things we took for granted before. This was a push forward spiritually. We have each of us so much that we can be thankful for despite all our problems. We all have challenges. We're in a world of challenge, but we're really here to be to learn gratitude. And 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 what do we gain from having gratitude? Think about what you ha- what you have when you don't have gratitude. It's such a more expensive life to live without gratitude. That's what brings sickness and more problems. Living with gratitude is what brings joy. So it, 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 it's a choice we can make every moment. Every moment that we experience gratitude is a moment that we're not being miserable. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Um, that's powerful. I do hope those of you that are listening today, you are really paying attention to what is being said right now. Um, because 
if you miss this or even the revelation behind what she's saying then i don't know this this is this this is some 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 great information right here oftentimes we forget to give thanks we forget to be grateful yeah. for what we have you know it's funny because today this this thought came to me that you know i might not have what i want but why not try to cultivate what i have yes you know that thought just came to me today yes i you might not have what you want but why don't you try to cultivate what you have and now i have on the show a guest that's talking about gratitude it's just like okay then god this is confirmation so you're saying the point of uh, me being here today guys is i want to talk to you about gratitude that is what gets you connected yes to the true you and who you are in god which i believe is so profound um you know i'm just going away by that information uh, braka um and I, again i'm so grateful that you are on the show today because persons need to be reminded you don't have to have what you want to be thankful because yeah. i hear you say look at what you have yeah maybe maybe you don't you don't have the kind of job that you uh you wanted but you have food on your table so how yeah. about focusing on the fact that you have food on your table and give thanks for just that that you have instead of focusing on the things that are wrong in your life and and, and by you being you know or keeping a grateful heart automatically can attract more and more and more you know while you were speaking the lord directed me to the book of chapter 14 and i'm i'm going to read it and then i'm going to ask you a question uh braka because i'd love to hear your thought on this matthew chapter 14 when jesus uh, fed the 5000 and it says verse i'm reading from verse 13 guys and i'm reading the niv version matthew chapter 14 uh from verse verse 13 it says and when jesus heard what had happened he uh withdrew from the boat privately to a solitary place Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot uh, from the town. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. And eve the even approach, the disciples came to him and said, "This is a remote place and it's already late. Send the crowds away. Send the crowds away so they can go on to the village and buy themselves some food." Jesus said, they do not need to go away you give them something to eat uh then of course you know the disciples respond they said we have only five loaves of bread and two fishes jesus said bring them to me and he directed the people to on the grass taking the five loaves and uh the two fish looking up to heaven he gave thanks and broke the bread and all of a sudden this big miracle just happened could it be my question now based on what i read abraka could it be that um gratitude right there was the 
the key that gave uh, the access to the miracle that we saw. Because I didn't see where he prayed and asked for more or he complained that it's just five loaves of bread and, oh, this is enough to feed. And Father, can you please give us more bread? And he began to command bread to fall. He didn't do that. He gave thanks. Mm-hmm. You got it. Yeah, that's it. It's 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 a it's a miracle that can happen every single day to us, you know. Mm. W- 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 when a simple meal can fill us up, because when we w- when we live in that other state of scarcity, a sense of scarcity about our lives, there's not enough pleasure in my life, then nothing fills us up. When we live in a sense of abundance, when we when we recognize that there's an abundance of loving kindness in this world, it changes everything. And then we fill up on a simple meal. We don't need the whole bag of potato chips. We don't need any of that. In fact, we tend to eat in a more healthy way. We're eating the things that God made for us, you know, as opposed to, I say the junk, Junk is designed to be delicious and addictive, while the food that God made for us, it's designed to be delicious and nutritious. It's a totally different type of thing. So, um, yeah. So this food, this simple food can fill us. It fills our bodies. It nourishes our bodies and it nourishes our souls when we eat it with gratitude. Yes, I I always wondered um, when I go back to Matthew uh, chapter 14, I wondered why Jesus, out of everything, out of every other words that he probably needed to say, not needed, but you're expecting to say in a moment like that. I mean, you have five thousands of people before you that are hungry, that have been there with you all day while you pray and heal them and do all these things. And now all you have um, is just five loaves and three fishes. You know, in that moment, the typical you and I, well, not necessarily you, Barker, because you sound like you're a person who's filled with gratitude. But the typical person like maybe myself would be like, okay, uh, Father, we need more. We, you know, starting to pray earnestly that there be a miracle. But Jesus, he didn't do that. He, the Bible said, and when he, um, again, verse, uh, verse, uh, where is it? Verse, um, yes, verse 19, it says, and he directed the people to sit down on the grass, taking the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks. <laughs> and then yeah. he broke it, and all of a sudden, baskets were filled. People ate they were full they had more to take home it's just it's just powerful what you're sharing today abraka it's really i mean it it redirect the focus from again what we don't have don't focus on that but cultivate what we have yes we 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 have we have a saying in the talmud a, a piece of wisdom it says who is rich those who are happy with what they have that's the secret that's the secret to wealth you know mm-hmm. being happy with what you have now you you brought up like what if someone's in an abusive situation 
here's the thing. It doesn't mean we have to be grateful for being in an abusive situation. No, but it means this. The more we bring gratitude into our lives and fill our lives with the loving kindness that there is in abundance available to us, the more we won't be okay with putting up with abuse. No, we will understand that we are people that are here for love. This is why God made us to experience love in this world. And 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 the more that we treat ourselves in a in a way with loving kindness by 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 experiencing the orange, by going out and taking a walk in nature, by by appreciating another person who is good to you, we 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 nourish our souls the way they were meant to be nourished and it becomes abhorrent to be around abuse you know that's we realize that's not who we are we become worthy we we yeah. we we um we fill ourselves with worthiness by providing this loving compassion that god is giving to us and making available to us right yes thank you Awesome. I, I just, you know, I sorry about that. I, I was trying to stop not coughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, I mean, I think today has been a blessing, um, this conversation rather, because again, it's, it's, it's so easy for us to focus on what we don't have. Yes. Focus on the fact that our neighbor, for example, just so to speak, grass is greener than ours. Yes. We we look across the picket fence and we see a, a garden or blooming and it's beautiful and it's it's rich and um, we're looking at ours and everything looks withered and, and it's dying and so we all we can see is just the fact that what I have here is is dark it's dying it's it's painful it's suffering but um, you're saying in the midst of all of that there must be something something whether it is it could be even the fact that we have breath the yes. fact woke up in our right mind um yes, yes. you know just things like that that we know that we do have try to focus more on what you said for example if we focus on the the good uh the the, the positive things in our life that will automatically push further away from us the negative because um we will not want to tolerate, for example, abuse if you know what what it means to, you know, have that space that is free and 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 happy and 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 and, and fulfilling, right? Exactly. And you know, anybody listening right now, I mean, these are the the wealthiest people in the world. They can listen to a podcast. I mean, that's unbelievable that they have a device that can do that, that they have ears that can hear, that have a mind, like you said, that's working to understand this. I mean, this is like such great wealth in this world. You know, we have, it's, it, there's so much to be grateful for. Um, so, I, I, and, and the other thing is that we all have a voice inside of us getting us to focus on what we're lacking. And 
I, my newest book, it took me 30 years to write. It's called Don't Read This Book. It's written by that voice in our heads telling it, don't read this book because then you're going to find out how to outsmart me. I, I, I'm teaching this to children really young so they'll know that voice is in everybody's head trying to make you miserable. Our job is to gain the gratitude muscles, pushing it off. And it took me so long to write this book because I didn't have the last piece of wisdom until last year. That was this, that it's God. God put that voice inside our heads too. Even that voice that's trying to make us miserable, focus on what you're lacking, that voice too is put into us by God. It, it really doesn't want us to fail. It really doesn't want us to listen to it. It wants us to push it off and gain the gratitude muscles by pushing it off and saying, no, I'm not going to focus on what I'm lacking. I'm going to focus on what I already have. That's that's how we gain our gratitude muscles pushing. It's like a barbell that we have to lift off of it. It's, it's resistance training. That's what it is. And that's how we grow our gratitude muscles. Even that negative voice in our heads was put there by God for us to push it right off. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, um, speaking of books, uh, there's this book I'm I'm not promoting it because many persons might not um, agree with what I'm about to say. But, you know, I, I, I try not to do what, what other people are doing, but really just to <laughs> find who I am in God and, and follow that. Yes. Follow what the story that God, I believe that God intend for me to write. Um, so I try not to get distracted by how someone else is writing their story. Saying that to say, there's this book that I read. It's called The Secret. Um, it, I would say I didn't get to finish read everything, but just halfway in, I'm able to kind of understand the, the narrative of the book. Um, so I don't agree with every single thing um, from different, different philosophers uh, that you know are a part of the book that you know what they explain but there are some things that really do resonate with me and some things that I just know that this this is truth and one of the thing they talk about well not one of the because the, the whole point of the book is gratitude um, but of course you know the book is is sharing with you how to get there um, the way you describe it Braca, is way more <laughs> I would say feels way more like ah oh, wow awesome information here you know versus again I don't want to say versus that book but you know what I mean um again so I listened to the book and um it talks about gratitude and 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 there's something I want to pinpoint um just to add to what you are sharing today you know the book says there are times are are for example we're not saying that you're not going to be in a place where you're not going to feel like you want to, um, um, you know, be grateful in that moment, right? For example, you just get a bad news. You lost a loved one. Right. There's In that moment, it's hard for you to be like, okay, I'm just going to keep a positive energy. I'm just going to, sure. on the good things, you know? Right. But what 
what someone said in the book was, but don't stay there too long. Would, would you would you agree with me on that, uh, Braca? Don't don't stay in that darkness too long. Okay, fine. You really tired, or maybe you, something is just not working right. You probably find out that there's infidelity in your marriage, or you right. know your children are just out of order in school. Like all kinds of things are happening. Right. Just don't stay there in that uh, that place for too long. You know, try to push that away with the key of gratefulness. Uh, what do you think about that? Because uh, it, it sounds to me it's the same thing that you're saying as well, but you make it more again easier to 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 relate to. So to yes, speak. yeah. In a way, you know, like let's say a person has been abused and they can't get rid of that. You know, it's in their body. It's very hard to get rid of. So, like, we can't say, oh, you know, haven't you been upset about this long enough? Time to move on. It, it, there's never a time when we can just say that to a person because they're still feeling that pain in, in the cells in their body. I, I think what we want to offer the person is just let a little gratitude in, little by little. You know, like, that pain is still there. But, you know, hopefully someday it can turn into something amazing that can help another person. It's there for a reason. But, but let a little gratitude in, let a little self-compassion in, let, let a little bit of God's goodness in so that you can just start to heal in that way. Yeah, at any moment, like that's it, any moment that you can be feeling gratitude is something to celebrate. It, we, we don't have to feel guilty when we're not when we're not feeling joyful. Just celebrate the moments that you are feeling that gratitude. Yeah. Thank you for teaching me today, Braca. <laughs> I learned so much, and um, to be honest with you, I am leaving this session um, with uh, just a, a better mindset than I came. Um, you just never know when someone speak that word that really uplift your faith and I feel like you did that for me and I know that there's other persons that um, you know are listening today you know that will really feel grateful for for just uh, this this episode today I want to tell you that um, as we wrap things up today guys I want to share with with you guys that are to me coming into this studio session with Braca, um, you know, we had some, some, uh, you know, would say technical difficulties as, as always, you know, how, uh, working with technology can be. And also, um, I, I've been having this pain in my, my throat for quite some time. Um, and I've, I've, I've gone to the doctor, they are not able to see what's going on. And on top of that, of course, you know, we all have other different things that we are trying to get done and accomplish and all kinds of different things that can sometimes, you know, weigh us down seasonal, right? And so just this discomfort that's in my throat was enough uh, for me to, uh, you know, be like, on trying to make the connection for today, maybe we should reschedule mm -hmm. And that I, you know, because of the pain, but it was just like, now I know this was just like, God was just saying, no, I really want you to do like push to do the session now. 
because God know that I was gonna and I, I can just imagine those who are feeling dealing with something right now and hearing this this word from you today you know I think you know God wanted me to know I just I have a word to release uh, through my servant and it's about gratitude so now I'm leaving the session uh, in a nutshell what I'm saying I'm leaving the session not not wanting to focus anymore about the fact that my this pain has been there for so long or this discomfort but rather look refocusing on the things that I have you know the things that are beautiful in my life and that's that's what I, I, I my eyes they're working properly I can see I have my ears I'm able to hear you know I'm able to move around physically um, you know so try to focus on those little things and as you said just let a little little gratitude in and little by little um, everything will be okay so thank you so much uh, Bracka for coming on here and sharing such a wonderful wonderful day. Um, is there anything else that you want to say uh, as we wind things down today I, I want to thank you so much Lanisha you are such a beautiful soul and I, I'm so happy that we were able to connect. And, oh, I want to tell you and everybody, on my website, you can download a free chart of the Pleasure Ladder with much more description than I explained today. So you could put it on your fridge or your cabinet, wherever, to remind you that there's an abundance of ways to bring pleasure into your life at any moment. Doesn't have to be the whole tub of ice cream or the whole bag of potato chips or where or whatever it is that 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 there's so much goodness available every moment that we can find. I I, I have, my daughter my daughter sent me this today. I'm just going to say cuz I've never said it before. Your mind is a garden. Your thoughts are the seeds. You can grow flowers or you can grow weeds. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> we, 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 we pick what we're growing. So, and, 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 and may you be blessed with a complete healing, wonderful Lanisha to continue shining your beautiful, beautiful light. Amen. Amen. In this name, it is so. Thank you so much. Uh, can you tell us about your web? How can we find you? You said your website and, and your social media uh, handles, if you have any, and maybe if you have like a public email that you'd like to share. And also, and guys, I'm gonna put that information down in the description box below in case you you are not able to write this down right now. But for those who can write it down, uh, go ahead, Raka, and tell us where we can find you. Oh, you could find me in any of those places, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, but the best thing is the website and um, you can contact me there. It's called um, getsbookshop.com. It was created by my youngest children because they love spreading these messages out into the world. So yeah, the books are in many, many homes. I think hundreds of thousands of homes. We're, we're affecting children. Oh, anybody that doesn't want to buy the books, you could get them in your public library. Just ask the library for them. That gets the messages out into the world. So you don't have to spend money. You can 
you know, get them from the library. So that's it's just really helpful. It's all about spreading joy and teaching children as early as possible the skills of how to have a happy life. And um, I'm so grateful to God that you chose to walk in your purpose and fulfill what God has created you to do in this generation. We're so honored uh, and I'm so honored to have you on the show today for coming on here and sharing the light. Um, We do need that, especially in the time that we're in. Um, We do need as much revelation concerning the things of God as much as possible. So thank you for walking in your purpose and allowing God to work through you. And um, yeah, guys, her website again is www.go... I know, it's spelled G-O-E-T-Z, but it's Getz. We pronounce it Getz, but it's GetzBookshop.com, (laughs) G-O-E-T-Z. Okay. Awesome, because I was like, okay, is that go or is that... I know, I know it's funny. (laughs) Yeah, and so guys, you will also see her name um, because of course I'm going to make sure that I put that in the title section so you guys will see her name. Find her on Facebook, Twitter, and all social media handles. If you want to get books for your children, I do suggest that you go to her website. I've been there. I've looked at the books and I do, if I had a child, I I would definitely uh, get some, but not to worry. I do have uh, family members that are still children. Mm -hmm. Uh, Definitely share the word and um, uh, share the link with them as well. And uh, yeah, guys, I think that's basically where we come to an end of today's EP. This conversation is so it's such a blessing that I really don't want to end today's EP but I know we are way past our time today so um, we're gonna go ahead and and end today's EP and hopefully in the future if God's will um, Braca and and I see where there's an opportunity to send another invitation uh, to you invitation to you definitely I want to do that because I'd love to have you back on the show with us Thank you so much. I would love it. Love to be with you again. Thank you. And thank you so much for coming again. And guys, this is where we come to an end of today's EP. I hope that you have been blessed. I have been blessed. I'm walking away with a grateful heart heart today. Um, I didn't know what to expect uh, when I came uh, to the interview today. Just like with all my guests, I don't know what, because I don't pre-interview my guests. I choose not to do that because I want to be blown away <laughs> at the same <laughs> guy being blown away. So, um, you know, it's really a blessing. And um, we have yet another guest that came on here to just spread the love of God, um, which is really the point of life, the love of God. Amen. Mm-hmm.